Welcome to another episode of the Leader Lounge. We're here at the Robert D. Walter Center for Strategic Leadership and with the Masters of Science in Management. And we're here today, Nick Winnenberg and myself, Amy Taylor Bianco, we're here today with alumnus, um, alumnus of the MSM or Masters of Science in Management program, um, Alberto Callo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for coming bright and early. Absolutely. It's a beautiful day in uh, Athens. Absolutely. And I also love the fact that you didn't say doctor, Amy Taylor Bianco. You're a doctor. You should own that, right? Like, that's something that I if should. you have You're your doctorate, right. you're doctor, Amy Taylor Bianco. Okay, thank you. I yeah, did. I got insulted, <laughs> and you, you called yourself that. Me. I did. That's fine. That's very so, funny. Thanks for joining us today, Albert. No, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. So can you walk us through, because you just recently graduated, was it last uh, year? Yeah, December of 22. Can you walk us through the MSM experience and what brought you to it to start? Um... So yeah, it it was, uh, so I did everything later in life and I ended up coming to the program in 2021 uh, from a suggestion from a friend, uh, a coworker. And uh, I had always thought about getting a master's, but I thought it was just out of reach for me, you know? Um, And so when I read through the curriculum, I thought, you know, these, these sound like they're pretty cool classes. You know, decision making, and then the the business analytics, and and uh, it, it was just it 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 piqued my interest. So, um, although I I was a late bloomer, and I graduated in 2017 with my bachelor's from Akron, and <clears throat> when I was there in the in the graduation ceremony and my family came up to me I said boy I'm never going to school again <laughs> <laughs> I did it so I, I said I'm never going to school again thank goodness and then two years later I was or three years later I was back in school right yeah so um it, it wasn't something that I anticipated but I knew the benefit of it uh and it it was it was a severe undertaking uh considering how busy I was at work and, but I saw the fruits of it immediately uh, because the moment that I mentioned to my HR department that I was going back for my master's, uh, the 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 president of HR she said, um, "Do you always want to be a sales engineer?" And I, I was a sales engineer at the time, and I I said, "Well, no, I eventually want to move on." She goes, "Great, I'm going to set up an interview with the the executive <laughs> vice president." Dang. And he may have something for you. So, I mean, this is the same meeting. Like, within 10 minutes, you know, she brought this all up. It's like, do you want to see my resume? Or yeah. are we just going into it? And it was, it, was, uh, it was kind of, my head was spinning from the way that it all happened because I didn't expect that it was all going to happen so quickly. I, I was thinking maybe it was six months down the road or whatever. And within two weeks, I had a, a, a meeting with the executive vice president. Uh, he said, okay, I'm going to talk to HR. We'll bring you on, get you started. So they, they made me director of customer experience was my first promotion. Um, and then school started at the very same time. So you, you, <laughs> yeah, you so literally immediate then. It was immediate. It was immediate. Because so, they knew your brand. They knew what you do. They just needed you to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had had some successes at the company. Uh, there was a couple of initiatives that we had um, at the company that generated a lot of revenue for the company. And I was involved in, in many of them. Um, and so, you know, when you start helping the company bring in a lot of money, they take notice. Yeah. So, um, 
when I was interviewed, you know, with the executive vice president, he said, uh, he goes, we're going to make you do some stuff that nobody's ever done here before. Uh, and I, I want you to help me and give me the the honest truth uh, on everything that you, you need to. So being the cu- the director of customer experience, um, I, I, I liken it to it was a position where I was a combination Japanese subway pusher, <laughs> but with velvet gloves. Oh, nice. Well done. Right. So that was because I had to I had to make sure that our customers um, that their experience was a, a proper one for the environment that we're in. Sure. Um, and so I did that uh, for a year. And during that time, you know, I started the first couple of courses here, the decision making course. Right. Dr. Chamelli, you know, she was just here. And yeah. I absolutely that that course blew my mind. Yeah, me too. Because I, I think we we take for granted too often that we make our decisions on all these great informed. You know, we oh we have so much information. Look at the data. And yeah, the data and every and and you don't realize how much uh, human characteristics play into it. And um, so I started to see that. And and I joked with Dr. B along the way because I said I, I would you know every time we would have our our teams meetings I would say okay are you guys calling my boss I know it's scary right because I'm experiencing this at work right now so you know this is kind of odd um, but during the whole course of the two years it it was it it, it seemed so properly timed everything that was occurring. Right, because the buildup of the MSM program is such that you 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 see the the foundation being laid, and then as you go, it it just starts to click together, kind of like a you know a puzzle piece, sure. and then it makes even more sense, um, and then you know the the leadership and everything else that that you're taught, the books that you're you're you know you're reading during the course of this time. It all it all just makes sense, right? And so uh, halfway into uh, the second year, it, crazy story, right? Another crazy story. Uh, I was the director of customer experience initially for a year, and then for six months, I got promoted into a director of quality assurance. My gosh. And then, uh, which was great, and I thought, boy, so I, you know, I got to go around, make sure our customers' experience was good, everything was, you know, up to par, and uh, and then I got a call again from the executive. Sweet, that I, was after you had your management leadership certificate, right? Like you were ready, yes. like you were now learning some of the other skills. Yes, yes. So another promotion. Yeah. Okay. So it was Just again to keep up that with, <laughs> with Doctor B. You know, when this all happened, this was June of 2022. I get a call from the executive vice president. He says, hey, I need you to lead a department for me. <laughs> Is it the same executive vice president? The same, oh, the he's won all kinds of favors with you. Yeah, then, right? the same one. And so uh, he asked me to take over the, the company's technical support department. Oh, my gosh. A uh, team of about wow. 80 people. Um and then I was promoted to associate vice president. Oh my gosh! Wow. So how so, many people were you leading when you started the MSM, and how many people were you leading when myself. you finished? Yourself, okay, <laughs> leading yourself. Okay. I was leading myself, right? Okay. Uh, and then when I moved to the director of customer experience, I had one uh, uh-huh. one resource that that was reporting to me, 
Um, but we were really more like colleagues because it was just in structure he was reporting yeah. to me. But uh, and then I was asked to to lead this department, which was quite the challenge because there had been uh, some attrition and you know folks just move on and, and things like hard. that. And quality, right. yes, it's very it, hard. It, it's very hard. Uh, and then the environment that we're in, we're in technology and communications. It's 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 very difficult for a specific uh, market and. It was, it was a challenge to say the least. Um, but again, I saw all the benefits, you know, the just all the courses, the way that they were they were laid, right? Uh, Dr. Levanus and um, I mean, just everyone else. I mean, it mm-hmm. it just seemed to make sense, right? Now I know not everybody's on the same. They weren't on the same track as I was, uh, but for what I was doing. It, it, it all made sense, right? I took the supply chain management uh, with, with Dr. Haberman, and, and then, I mean, the Lean Six Sigma, oh, the Lean Six Sigma was yeah. amazing, right? Dr. Like Metcalf. that, I just saw, because I'm a, a very process-oriented uh, person, and I'm a, I'm a troubleshooter, you know, by nature, I've, I've always been a troubleshooter. Uh, I did that in my previous 27 years in telecom, and when that, when that Lean Six Sigma, Six Sigma course came up, the light went on, right? Sure. <laughs> and I, I love the, the phrase, building efficiencies, right? <laughs> so um, that, that became like instrumental. And then when I started in that role, uh, just to give you an example, it, it, it made the effectiveness of, of those courses combined. We started out with five, uh, 5,000 tickets. Right. So we, mm-hmm. because we're tech support, we get, you know, oh, trouble yeah. tickets, right? Every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. You know, many of them. Right. <clears throat> and so we started out with near 5,000. Uh, they had been escalated for a long, long time. They were having a tough time getting that, that number down. Uh, and then as of uh, June of this year, May of this year, uh, we were down to under a thousand. Oh my gosh! Wow. And, and we had limited resources, right? Because the the company was we were in a hiring freeze and things like that. Some of the the challenges that you face, you know, uh, when you're trying to make the numbers right. And so uh, I actually was able to accomplish more m- more work with less people. Um, but you know, one of the, the the biggest things is that you know, again, combined the, all the courses combined just they set the stage for that type of preparation and and i think the the leadership course right it's it's one of the 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 strangest things you know it everything that i read is your people will need to know that you care right and as a leader i think uh in the leadership course and i'm i'm always a I'm an expressive person, right? You're uh, when I'm happy, I'm happy, and when I'm upset, I'm upset, and, and I express it. I, I don't have a good poker face, so I can't play poker, right? <laughs> good to um, but I, I think what ended up happening was <clears throat> it wasn't it wasn't that I had this massive talent, right? Uh, that I was able to 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 get the team to work in unison to get those tickets down. It was that. Um, I felt that I needed to care about them. And I ended up 
you know, caring about the team. And I, and I, it, they became a, a pseudo family, right? I guess, sure. you know, everyone that you work yeah. with, you, cause you spend sometimes more time with people that you work with than, than your own family. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so we built a really, really tight knit team and I would, I would clearly see the attitude of, of the employees change when I would simply say a please or a thank you. Um, and I was not, I would buy donuts, you know, I would buy the small them, things. Yeah. You know, pizza. And, you know, when I would travel to some of the offices, cause we had offices, uh, we have offices in uh, Fruitland, Idaho and in Texas. And when I would travel, I'd buy them lunch, barbecue and whatever else. And, and it was, they, you know, I had gotten the comment that it was refreshing to see mm-hmm. a leader that cared. And I, and I do, right. I, I mean, my, my culture and, and everything, my background just kind of leads me to care. Um, but you can't do that without the tools to get you to that point, which I think that's the power of the MSM program because it, it you really do become, you know, that person in management that that people look to um so that was probably the biggest thing for me is uh just being able to understand who i needed to be sure because it changes you it Um, does it changes i i it's funny i talked to my wife about this and i i liken the change to when i was in the army uh i went to military police school and that's a very tough school physically because you're, you're training at the same at the time uh, back in the early 90s. It was the same school where the Marines oh, uh, wow. trained I know as that. well. So it, it it was a it was a tough 16 weeks. <laughs> so yeah. and, and but at the end of it, you come out of it n- not fully believing that you did it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that sense of amazement. Wow, I I actually accomplished I survived. this. I right. survived this, right? And so it the MSM program was that for me again. Right. And you know, I'm not a young guy, right? So That's Dr. B and I talked Come about on, that. We're <laughs> we, we we were in high school about the same time. Yes, so we I'm were. getting my my, you know, my my masters at at this tender age. And so it was. Uh, it was. It was an important feeling, and it was an important inco- accomplishment uh, for me personally. But I think what the the side benefits were, my kids, my boys. Uh. You know, my boys now both feel that. I, I guess I'm going to have to go back and get my master's. <laughs> yeah, now I have to compete, right? <laughs> right. If Dad did it, I guess I have yeah, to do it. I'll get my doctorate then. Let's, what's the next I'm step? Doing it. And you didn't just get your master's, but you took advantage of every opportunity along the way. I don't know, Nick, if you want to talk about some of the things that the graduate student sure. um, leaders put on, but you were always there. Oh, yeah. The, some of the questions that, yeah. The firesides yeah. and the LDCs and the different networking events that we've done. Oh, You've geez. always had that presence. So how is that impacted that network uh you will so that network uh that was huge right because i got to see how others were applying you know the 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 msm program in their lives you know you you get to hear the the challenges and struggles and and all those other backstory things uh that that other folks are having issues with um but you also get to you know cheer them on with the success that they have right um 
that was very because the questions that come up during those sessions yeah are just like wow you know i never would have thought that right um and so it was that was a great experience and then when i when i came on site for the ldc last Mm -hmm. year and then to finally meet everyone that i you know we'd been talking for a year and a half right uh being in classes and everything together um that was that was like a the completion right like that right that that topped everything right um and so those those fireside chats were so beneficial and there i i'll be honest with you there was days that uh i was in zoom meetings and teams yeah, meetings. you're just, <laughs> you just don't want back it. Yeah. to back to back to back right and so I'd, I'd get into the fireside chats and I'd have to shut off my camera just yeah. to eat dinner. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, but then I, you were right back on asking questions and, yeah. and being part of it. Yeah. And yeah. those are led by, by Nick Winnenberg oh, over here. Um, he's our graduate now Connor student too. president. Connor and Connor, yeah, yeah, Connor will be the next. But um, it's a great group of students that Absolutely. lead them. And then the other students that come and ask questions and real questions, right? Oh, yeah. And really engage. They're, they're serious uh, questions. Makes such a difference. So what advice do you have for future or current future MSM students? Like, what, what should they do? Um, you know, well, just what advice do you have? Um, I, the, the one piece of advice, because this is, this is kind of all I know, right, is put your head down and work. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, I think sometimes we can get easily psyched out by, mm-hmm. you know, either the 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 title or the, the, the degree or the course. business. Yeah, we can get, it's easily to get distracted with that. But if you put down your head and just work and keep going um, and not quit, right? It's it, That's the most important thing. Uh, I don't consider myself at all an intelligent person. <laughs> at all we we disagree i i i can tell you some things some boneheaded things that i've done but what i i do consider myself to be is a non-quitter i just do not quit right i have uh i'm i'm very consistent and persistent again my wife could tell you that i'm (laughs) hard-headed right um but i think that that's the most for me that's the most important thing and just do the work it's it's yep. there's no there's no magic pill there's no you know it, it's it's not something that you just stumble across and i i admire those those people that can read a book or hear material and just learn from it um and and be able to you know take it in as their own but i'm not one of them you know I, I for a while there I thought I had a learning disability and I don't know if this is how everybody is but you know I would read a paragraph in a book you know because I'm studying and I would have to read that paragraph Three five times, six seven oh, eight yeah. times and I'd get so frustrated but I wouldn't stop reading it right That's amazing. right so um, that was that was the biggest thing for me is just I, I put my head down and I didn't stop 100%. and then it happened and right. I love uh, to go back to something you said earlier too the practicality of the lessons that you're learning and how it applies to professional life it's so powerful to be taking this course and, and the MSM program at the same time that you're working because you see the real world scenarios where it, it, you're right it's like are you talking to my boss like are you having conversations with my customers because it's all the same conversations it's just reframed in a way you've never seen it before yeah yeah absolutely I mean 
Dr. B and I had more conversations <laughs> about it. Are you literally, you know, we'd be in the Teams meetings. Are you sending my boss messages? What's right. going on, right? Because it seemed to just click. And it wasn't even, it, it was just, it was bound to happen at work. Right. Mm -hmm. And the MSM program knows that environment so well right. that it seems like it's planned, right? Right. But it's because it's so well structured. Uh, it, it just, it just, fell into place as it needed to, right? right? And your brain does that for you. Once you hear the information, you read the information, you learn the information, and then you come across it in, in real life, then all of those applications are just then, fall into place. they fall into place and it, and it just makes complete sense. I love so. it. I think for me, it was the book, The Outward Mindset. I think that was the mm -hmm. one that we had to read in 5005 yeah. or whichever one that was. But after I read the book, it just kept on coming up in real life. I'm like, okay, it's spooky. Right? Yeah. So it's yeah. good. Any final words about things that you wish you had done differently with the MSM program or any other pieces of advice? If you're going to build it differently, what would it look like? Um, I wish the MSM program would have been around 30 years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I wish I would have finished college much sooner. <laughs> right? I think that would have been the big one. But I think, um, I, I, I think the... The MSM program is is absolutely fantastic. The and I and it's it's funny because when I when I say to someone that I I got my master's, they'll say, "Well, what did you get your master's in?" I'll say, "A master's of science and management." You know, and then they kind of do the little head tilt. <laughs> right. Like, what? Right? They think you know it's it's not an MBA. Right. You know? uh, and then mm -hmm. I think I think educating folks on what the MSM is is probably the, the most important thing that, that needs to occur. And I mention it every time, you know, I'm in conversation mm -hmm. with someone because the content of it, while an MBA is great, but I think the, the content of the MSM is so much more impactful for someone working in corporate America right. that it really sets you up for success. In my mind, it's just more relevant. And, it, it absolutely is. But you're right. There's that bias of, oh, you're getting your business master's, you're getting an MBA. Like, I've had to restructure right. that thought so many times to people. Because like, oh, you're getting your MBA. I'm like, wow, I'm actually getting MSM. What's that? I'm like, you need to have that ready because you're going to get it all the time. Right. So what's your go-to when someone says, what is the MSM? Um, well, I mean, depending on the situation, right, I'll say, well, it's a, it's a master's in management, and there's a whole science behind it. And you wouldn't believe it. And then they're, what do you mean I wouldn't believe it? And then I, I love talking about Dr. Shamelli's decision-making class, right? Because that's most impactful to everyone, right? You explain the different ways of how people make decisions. And then all of a sudden you've piqued their interest, yeah. right? Um, do we get commission for people that we I know. This is I love hearing the way you talk about it, though, because it's, it's so helpful. Because it is a master's in management with the whole science behind it. And it is... You know, known around the world, but in the U.S., the MBA is the bigger, you know, draw. Um, I, I think you know, you're both leading and managing more and more people, and it's really the degree for that. Um, but no one can say it better than than the students themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. B, do you have any closing thoughts? Sorry, Dr. Amy Taylor Bianco, do you have any closing thoughts? I, I just want to thank you, uh, Al, for being here. I get to see you again, which is exciting. Love, love, love that. Um, and love this time um, with 
Al Callow and Nick Winnenberg um, here at the Leadership Lounge um, at the Walter Robert D. Walter Center for Strategic it's Leadership. A it's I a know, mouthful. we call it the Walter Center. There we there go. We go. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening in.